everybody. Welcome to the Theory of Conspiracy. My name is Michael. I am joined by my counterpart, Rolando. And this is the show where we talk about all things conspiracy. Now, listen, we are not here to tell you what is fact and what is fiction. We are here just to simply convey the stories. We do not want to be the Alex Jones of Conspiracy Theory podcast. We want to just get them out there, have a discussion, have fun. Because even if they are true or they aren't true, regardless of either one of those counterpoints, they are very entertaining, at least to me and Rolando. Rolando, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? It's good, man. Good. So, I mean, we've been talking yeah. about doing a podcast for a very long time. We actually did one um, with our uh, other crew. And uh, we've been we've been uh, rocking production stuff for quite a while, man. So I'm I'm glad that we're back together. You're doing your music. I'm doing my my movies, and uh, we've written a couple things together. You and I have always had this common thread with conspiracies and how they entertain us. And we might not even see eye to eye most of the time when we're when we're listening or hearing these conspiracies, but we always enjoy discussing them. So what are uh, what are some of the conspiracies that really got you going before we get into our first episode yeah yeah so i think like you i I do like conspiracies as a as for an entertainment aspect you know i like going as far down the rabbit hole as i can without you know getting the tinfoil hat on or like letting it affect my life and there's things that are entertaining that we don't necessarily believe in there's things that i'm like i kind of think this is real and all that but um i mean man since i was a kid i was uh you know, I was one of those lonely kids moving to neighborhood to neighborhood, not always with friends and such. So I was a guy who was in the library. Once I found that conspiracy slash new age section with like ghost books that were allegedly real aliens, you know, government conspiracies and things, I was just all into that. So, um, you know, big ones being like JFK were one of the first ones there, you know, looking at other big cover. Uh, Roswell, all the stuff uh, like that. Roswell, yeah, yeah. Uh, the alien abduction phenomena, crashes, just, you know, saucer cover-ups, cryptid stuff, you know, monsters. So, like, any of that stuff. I think just the fact that anything that kind of shows that our world might be a little stranger than than we think it is. You know, it's kind of like, like I, I like horror fiction. I like sci-fi fiction. But conspiracies are interesting to me because it's like, what if that's, like, true? So that's... That's one of those things that just interests me. And even if it's not real, it's still like, man, who came up with that thing? That's a pretty cool idea. Should be a movie, but I, so I'm fascinated whenever I can find new ideas and things. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way, dude. I've always had that common, you know, thread. And I think honestly, early on, I think we've been friends since uh, junior high, you know, or you know, at the time it was K through eight for us. But um, before the before our town expanded and got a lot larger with the with the kid population and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there was something that we always kind of, uh, connected on and we always had a common interest. So I was the same way, you know, uh, the, the comic, you know, comic books were big for me as well. Uh, you know, you'd have those conspiracy theory comic books that would be in the corner of the comic shop. I'd always kind of see those, um, the library, of course, you know, this is, you know, we're dating ourselves when, with our old, models, yep, you know, our old yeah. <laughs> paper pages, yeah, all that stuff, you know, uh, d- the Dewey decimal system, you know, we had to learn how to look stuff up in that regard as well. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just always been a common interest. So I just want to reiterate that this is not fact. This is, this is just our love of the story of the conspiracy theory of all that stuff. We we do not have the answers, but we are we are diligently 
looking for more conspiracies to share with you all. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to I'm going to go over the top 10 JFK conspiracy theories. And we're going to take a moment in between them to kind of uh, talk about them and see which ones we think, you know, in our in our nonsensical uh, opinions make sense and which ones, you know, we just are going to just kind of not even acknowledge <laughs> moving forward. But, you know, who knows? What I did is I went to, um, and so I'm going to attribute this to the website that I went to, Spy, uh, Spyscape, and they had the 10 crazy JFK conspiracy theories ranked, including one that might even be true. And that's the title of the theory. And what they go in and they start talking about, and just to kind of introduce this, is that there's been over a thousand books written about the 1963 assassination of the U.S. President JFK. But conspiracy theorists are still talking about this, even to this day. So 1963, what is that, 60 years ago? And there's still people talking about this conspiracy and think that, no, it's not, it wasn't Oswald. You know, that's the, that was yeah, the narrative that we got. So can you, I'm going to talk to you real quick. Can you, can you give a basic mainstream um, synopsis of what was told to the general public about JFK real quick? Yeah. That so is the, the younger kids that aren't familiar with it, maybe. So yeah, JFK, I mean, he was a, he was a popular, he was a young president. And so like we nowadays in the Biden Trump era, where we have 70 year old white guys fighting over the presidency, uh, we had this young, handsome, he was basically like a Bruce Wayne type, this, this young, you know, young, rich guy, you know, from a, from a rich family, known family there. He was 43 when he was elected. So nearly half the age of our presidents nowadays. And he was dramatically assassinated on live television. So it was something where it was, you know, in, in a parade being celebrated, he had the top, driving in the convertible next to his wife, who was also, you know, a, a celebrity before, you know, now we have all these sort of instant celebrities but at that time you know there was fewer and fewer and far between there there was not as many networks on the news or on the on tv there so just a shocking event so it was one of those events that almost like a 9-11 that happened in 2000s where a lot of people millions of people saw it live and were able to see something so it definitely sort of it's like a loss of innocence that a lot of people talk about uh when it, when you know this event that happened in the 60s there but it was just attributed to Lee Harvey Oswald, who was working, you know, employee in one of the buildings there, that he just sh shot him. And and before we could find out anything that happens there, he he did he famously, you know, his his one quote that you know that he was just a patsy is what he's what he said. But before he can, before he was able to be sentenced or go to trial or anything like that, he was killed by Jack Ruby, which was another mysterious thing. So we kind of just like, okay, well, this guy did it. He's dead now. Let's move on. But yeah, and that was that was one thing that you know my parents would always kind of they planted the seed early on with me where they were like, well, that in itself is kind of a conspiracy. Like, why was the local, uh, you know, titty bar owner in mm -hmm. in the room with the suspected, you know, assassin of the president? You know, why why yeah. was he there? You know, that was and he had ties to the mafia, and that goes into you know uh stuff well i mean they have it they had a network and and it, they didn't really call it the mafia but it was like the good old boy network in texas right yeah. but there was ties to you know mafia as well is what yeah. is what people said and, and then oswald too there's ties to him where he were on the mainstream he just comes off as like just a kind of a regular employee worker worked in a factory who just kind of liked guns and snapped one day 
But then there's weird things with him where he was, you know, was he working for Russia? Because he was he was able, you know, during that time to go back and forth. But then it's like, well, no, how was he able to do that? Where there's where there's further ideas that he was actually working for the government, you know, where he was an undercover agent. But then, you know, when you work in clandestine operations, like, is he who is he working for? But there's definitely more to the Oswald store and it connects to a lot of various things uh, that tie into the theories, the mafia, the CIA, uh, the anti, you know, all that stuff. So, but the more you look into it, the more it's, it becomes. And that's why JFK is sort of the granddaddy of, um, or the grandfather of conspiracy theories, where even the the term kind of came from that because, you know, people, they saw suspicious things and it was like, Hey, don't talk about conspiracy theories. This is what it is. And so yeah, because if you even look at, so we talked about Jack Ruby and went down that mafia rabbit hole, right? And then mm-hmm. now we're talking about Oswald and going down the Russian foreign, you know, spy, yeah. you know, uh, espionage kind of uh, rabbit hole as well, where, you know, he he tried to decline being a citizen, you know, and, and moving to any, I think he moved to Russia for a little bit of time and yeah. then came back. So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's more to these and, and, and that doesn't, he very well might be a patsy, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it was just because you know, at the, at the time they wanted it to be clean cut. This guy worked here. He shot the president cause he snapped end of story. So um, even if you look at that assassination and his ties and you look at Ruby's assassination and the ties, then, you know, they might not be, uh, co- you know, cohesive to the, the story that the mainstream, um, you know, at the time uh, powers that be were trying to convey. Right. And there was, there was always more behind the scenes that, they just wanted to kind of gloss over now, whether or not that is that had anything to do with the assassination, who knows, but like it definitely wrote, raised those questions. Yeah. And even 60 years on, I mean, we still have, have, you know, in the archives, the documents are still covered up or when they release it, it's heavily redacted, you know, just black mark over everything. So it still kind of shows at least to a lot of conspiracy theorists or people who think something else happened where it's like, well, if this is what happened. Why, why doesn't the evidence just come out? Yeah, everyone who was involved is very old now. I mean, hardly anyone would do any jail time for anything. So what are we covering up unless we're, you know, protecting agencies? So there's, there's a lot to it. I mean, it's definitely a lot of layers there. And the deeper you go, the deeper it seems like there's something, whether it, you know, hard to say what, but that there's definitely more than meets the eye there. It was an accident. Number 10, it was an accident. So I'm going to read these verbatim. And like I said, you guys can get these over at Spyscape, and that is www for you old school people dot spyscape.com. Or if you have a phone, just put spyscape.com. You'll be fine. Oswald fired on JFK and a Secret Service agent fired back with a Colt AR-15 high-velocity rifle. As the theory goes, the officer lost his balance when the car suddenly braked and accidentally discharged his weapon killing the u.s president there was no eyewitnesses or evidence to back up this theory however none of the secret service agents or the presidential aides reported a bullet whizzing past either what are your thoughts on that one Ronaldo? yeah i've actually never heard that one i mean i you've definitely so there's this a pruder film that's a film uh you know of, i forgot his first name but as uh, a pruder who was filming the president coming by he, you know with his vehicle there a little almost like almost prayed there and he captured all of that on film there um yeah i mean just from like the analysis from even all the conspiracy theories or even from the movies never heard of that i've 
you know, heard, definitely heard about the stand down of the secret service, which I, I more so believe, but, uh, haven't heard that. Um, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, yeah. I, I can't say I put much faith in that one. I, I don't put much faith in that one either, but I do remember when YouTube was in its infancy, like right around, and when I say infancy, I was around, but it really started gaining popularity right around 2009, 2010, I would say really, really taken to the, to the actual, um, you know, society of the internet or whatever. Um, I remember those ones like, Oh, you know, everything's in plain sight. And then it's like that, that film. And it's like, this was, this was on, uh, the other film was was uh, doctored. This one is undoctored, and one of the secret services just turn around and shoot JFK in the in the face. Have you seen that video? No, you've seen footage of this, like where. Yeah, well, like... I mean, the actual in quotations footage of this. It was it was oh, ridiculous. Okay, like, yeah, okay yeah. so it was just hey, I've heard. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard something. No, it wasn't the AR fifteen. It yeah. was just like it was a. Uh, it was like a pistol. Or yeah, something, you know. But but then yeah, I mean, there's there's witness accounts, and yeah, I mean, you could you know with the jfk that's that on that rabbit where a lot of witnesses were killed but i i haven't heard that you know you hear about the umbrella man you hear about hearing shots from the grass you know i have not heard like the witness accounts where they're like oh yeah the secret service straight up in the convertible turn around shot him in the face yeah yeah there was an actual i mean if you look it up on youtube there's an actual video that was obviously you know early after effects yeah, because you'd have to have the whole of Dallas in on it because there's it's a public event. People were there watching, so unless everyone's uh, well, yeah, that, that I, was their, there was their argument is like uh, you know just just the things that happen in plain sight are the things that or overlooked, and that was their theory, you know, and that was yeah, their, that was their yeah. reasoning behind that theory. Well, it's just because that's say, what they want you to up, think. That's what they want you to think exactly. Mm-hmm. They, while you were looking up from a shot that was fired from the the books you know the you know the positive you were shooting him in the face you shoot him in the face and that's why that's why jackie kennedy was trying to jump off the car because she didn't want to that's exactly what they said dude that's exactly what they said (laughs) well yeah i mean she had brain matter on her dress so yeah i'd get out of the car too you had mentioned the umbrella man well guess what number nine is my friends the umbrella man the umbrella man tell me more about the umbrella man because it seems like yeah, I, I don't remember the Umbrella Man thing in the JFK movie for Oliver Stone. Then again, mm-hmm. that was in the early '90s. I was like ten. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, the the interesting thing this and this is kind of what points to the, this whole conspiracy is was with Dallas, right? You know, he was having this parade in Dallas. Um, you know, he was driving in a convertible. There's footage prior to where he gets killed, where it's you know you're on a sort of buildings both sides it's it's a huge amounts of of people and there's the secret service is like right very close to each other so and it and it looks kind of protected you see a lot of people there all of a sudden where he gets killed at it's kind of they turn off this sort of busy street kind of make a slow turn you see the secret service sort of back off from him and then it's kind of that where you know the book depository is the grassy you know it's less it's a bit more scattered less people so less witnesses if you're trying to control the event there and this is where they kind of say like hey this is where they think it's in multiple shooters because this is a perfect section where you know if you had multiple shooters in place you know basically he's a, in a sitting duck the president um so, yeah, you know, a lot of people point to that, that, you know, for from a Secret Service aspect, should never have had the Secret Service that far from him, uh, should never have turned down that street going the speed they went because it opens you up to suicide. But so 
at that spot, that's where the Zapruder film comes in. That's where he gets assassinated. There's a man who's kind of standing off who has a black umbrella who's in a suit, but everyone's in a suit at that time. And he kind of weirdly just like, you know, like kind of like opens up his umbrella um, where, where I've never heard this, that it was that the guy said that he was protesting, you know, British prime minister's uh, policies or whatever that was. But I, I've heard it referenced in the movie where they think it could have been a signal that, you know, hey, you know, if there's a shooter at the grassy. So the grassy, no, basically is like this hill, a wooden fence where a lot of people where, where there have been some witnesses that, that state that there was some suspicious men back there that they've heard the gunshots are you know, fired from there and that he's seen, seen smoke coming from there. So this guy was kind of positioned above it. Uh, they think he triggered the umbrella to kind of tell these guys, hey, he's in range. Everyone fire. So he's been pointed to as sort of a um, never heard the theory that the umbrella was a gun. Uh, that's interesting. That's like very penguinish. But I was going to say that sounds like some Batman shit right there. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. cool. Um, I mean, hopefully he had that little helicopter to spin away. I mean, there's something that we can go down the rabbit hole with and see if yeah. um, if the penguin was uh, in reference to. Yeah, yeah but definitely have heard that that he and it's you know the timing of it you know it seems like it maybe maybe could have been a, a thing there but i've heard that um but that's that's something that's definitely that jfk movie that he was kind of attached to the the hit hitman squad that did it but i think there there could be something to the umbrella man but if i've never heard this aspect of it that that the guy sort of came forward and said hey that was my umbrella but I have to do more digging but it could be interesting yeah, I mean, I I honestly think that there's there's maybe some uh, possibility that he could be like citing like, you know, you, you, whenever you have a military operation, you have a scout, you know what I mean? There's military right. operation, there's a scout or something like that. So this this guy can you know, like you said, like in range, I I, I can I can see that mm-hmm. being a possibility, unlike you know some some of these other ones. Um, we're gonna move on to number eight. All right, the Coca Cola conspiracy. Of one theory. That's what it's called, okay? All right. Shooter Lee Harvey Oswald was a Dr. Pepper fan. I mean, he did live in Texas, so that makes sense. I mean, Dr. Pepper is that? Yeah, that's the drink. Oh, It originated in Texas. Everyone loves it. When I first moved down to Texas, some nice old lady, it was was really cute, so I kind of played along. She brought out a Dr. Pepper, and she's like, I'm sure y'all never had this up north. And I go, I go, yes, ma'am, this is, I'm, this is a treat wow. for me. Thank you so much. You know? Um, but it was really cute. And she was, she was doing it like in a kind way. Like she was in introducing me to this superior soda pop, you know, or, or <laughs> so like, I was like the Mr. Pibb family moves in. They're like, we don't take college. Yeah, we, we don't take college to Mr. Pibbs around here. You Pibbs. You and Miss Pibb go so, back to soda school and get your MD. Exactly. So he was a Dr. Pepper fan, Lee Harvey Oswald, apparently. And we know that as a fact, because even Oswald's favorite beverage is part of the intrigue, they say. In Conspiracy uh, of One, 1990, that came out. um, I can read this author's name, so I will read it. Author Jim Moore sets out a theory that Oswald acted alone because after the assassination, Oswald was seen in Texas school book depository drinking Coca-Cola instead of his beloved Dr. Pepper. Moore believes there can only be one realistic explanation. Oswald must have shot the president and chose the wrong soft drink 
from the vending machine because he was so nervous. This is so convoluted and just ridiculous that I, 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 on so many levels, in my opinion. I, so what are your thoughts on this? I was hoping it would be something where it was linked to the Coca-Cola conspiracy, like corporation and cocaine or something. But it's like, oh, no, it was just because he was drinking. Because he got he got a little scared. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, a lot of holes. Um, I've seen that like little, you know, like, you know, it's been recreated in movies uh, many times, like Oswald. You know, it's, it's a great Coca-Cola commercial. I mean, I'm like, man, I, I kind of want a Coke now. Like, yeah, after you kill the president, you want to punch your thirst Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> I've... Yeah, I've no, I just that's weird because, yeah, I mean, so many times, right? Like, I, I'm at the vending machine, <clears throat> you know, can, not can all I the ask, time. Can I, can I ask you a question before you go to your vending machine? Yeah, and yeah. Stuff? yeah, do you do you think that he acted alone or do you think because uh, they're, they're uh, let's let's just break it down into the two thirds? Yeah. Do you think Oswald was a shooter or do you think there was multiple shooters? Because that's the that's the main divergent branch, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm uh, team multiple shooters. You're, t- I'm, I'm also team multiple shooters if I'm being yeah. real, but. I think Os- Oswald may have been one of them. Yeah, right. I, that's yeah, that's I, where I, I come in. Yeah, that's where yeah, I come same. in. So anyway, so you, you vending machine, you're there. Yeah, I, I think you're putting, a, you know, they're, they're, this is a theory that's putting a lot of stock into what he's drinking. Like, like how many times I've been like, hey, what do I want? Oh, m and sound good, but uh, let's go to S- Butterfinger C2. And then you're like, I, I regret my decision. But then what? Because I chose Butterfinger, I'm, you know, like, right. Like, like, who are you? You can't be you because you yeah. chose Butterfinger. You, You're an M&M you just, guy. Did you just murder someone? Your are beloved you, you M&Ms aren't in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, uh, let's. It's just so, it's list. so flimsy. It's just so flimsy. Right. Yeah. Oh, he, he would never drink a Coca-Cola. Yeah. Okay. Not, in, not in Texas, apparently, where Dr. Pepper is. Well, king. Dr. Pepper is king. I mean, honestly, right. that, that. I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it really is a thing, man. It's it's uh, they they love their Dr. Pepper hammer. You in know? the entire huge state of uh, Texas, it's uh whether you're north, south, west, or east, it's like yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing, man. It's uh, I think it's Kim. It was bottled in Dublin, Texas, or something like. They mm-hmm. they teach it in in like history. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. In Texas so the- history, Dr. Pepper was made in Texas. Yeah, so like in Illinois where they have those Coca-Cola sort of dispenser machines and you can kind of pick, is it like Dr. Pepper? And if you want Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually have like, uh, you know how they have those like Coca-Cola clocks and stuff like that. There's actually a a Dr. Pepper because, you know, it was coming from a doctor Mm -hmm. um, where it's like, it's Dr. Pepper time. And it's like 3 p.m. And five out of six doctors recommend that you have a Dr. Pepper to raise your blood sugar at 3 p.m. And then a Dr. Pepper at 9 p.m. Just so you can go to sleep at night. You know, there's just, yeah. I don't know exactly the numbers, but it's huge, man. It's, it's, it's massive here in Texas. So do you, do you drink, if you're drinking a soda, is that the soda accompanying your meal, your value meal, whatever? Uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've kind of strayed away from sodas as I've gotten older. I yeah. think they're poison. That's a, that's not yeah. even a conspiracy theory. I think sugar is poison. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, that doesn't mean I won't have like a piece of cake or something, but you know, like yeah. drinking liquid sugar is not really on the high, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. priority list for me. But, uh, so if you get anything out of this guys, drink fucking water, uh, it's okay. better for you. Um, unless you're in Ohio. Um, sorry about that, guys. Is that too soon? But uh, yeah, that's fucked up. That's a conspiracy that we're going to be talking about later uh, on the show, I would say, in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Filtering those in as we go. Just uh, little little stuffs here and there. 
Um, no, I think it's bullshit. I think I think uh, the uh, just to have that amount of lev- uh, that I keep on saying the wrong word, but th- that that amount of uh, gravity on on what the guy drinks is just mm-hmm. lazy. And, and I, there's a whole book written about it. it. It could be the list too. I mean, we'll see how the top ten goes. But if the top ten kind of like looks at the weird stuff, like really, Dr Pepper, like <clears throat> maybe it could have been a top fifty list with the Dr Pepper. So. Hopefully the next seven are pretty good, but yeah, that one was nah. Well, the number seven um, is uh, Woody Harrelson's dad was supposedly involved. This is a bold statement. Me living in Texas, I might have to you know hide a while for this one. But Woody Harrelson's dad was supposedly involved. Uh, was Texas-born Charles Harrelson, father of now you see me, actor Woody Harrelson, really the killer? The man on the grassy knoll claims that Harrelson Sr. was one of two gunmen and that he was later arrested dressed as a tramp, that being like a, like a homeless you know, person that runs around in the Daily Plaza. Dallas police eventually named three other men as the tramps. That was the name of the three men that were supposedly on the grassy knoll. In 1968, Harrelson Sr. was convicted of murdering a businessman in a contract hit in South Texas, however. So regardless, Woody Harrelson's dad's a contract killer, apparently, and was he involved in the JFK assassination. And if he was, I mean, at least there's a little bit more merit to this. You know, it's not like he accidentally hit C7 and a bullet came out of his hat or umbrella or whatever. Um but uh, yeah, if he was convicted, you know, I don't, this is pretty far-fetched to me. This is the first time I'm hearing something like this about Woody Harrelson's dad. But if he was arrested for being a contract killer and he was in Texas and they're hiring contract killers in Texas, is it out of the realm of possibility? For me, it's not. Um, but I also don't think that's a, that's a stretch as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had heard, heard about this more recently. but. Um... Yeah, yeah, I mean, con- contracted killer. I may have heard about the tramps where they were just kind of three suspicious-looking vagrants, you know, being somewhere. And um, I guess they have to look more to see if he was actually, I think he was named. I think he was one of those tramps that those three mysterious guys. I think it's not just alleged. I think he was tied to that where he was just a guy. They didn't find anything on him, I guess. But it's it's interesting, right? It's one of those things where... It sort of reminds me of like that movie, uh, Smoking Aces, where there's yeah. like a ton of actors in it where, you know, they're they're trying to hit the businessman guy and there's just a bunch of killers that show up. So like, so it seemed like, yeah, like if there was a hit on the president and everyone's sort of coming out of the woodwork, maybe he was involved in that, whether he actually took the shot, he had a way to, you know, sash his weapons, but it's definitely sort of like interesting uh, circumstantial evidence that you have a killer that we know was a killer took on contracts. And he was one of these guys that was photographed and like, you know, put down as sort of like a suspicious figure. So it's definitely interesting. It's, there's some, you know, hard to say, but there's some suspicious stuff with that one, I'd say. Yeah. And I, I don't know how much merit is involved with it, or even if, you know, uh, you know, if he, he was arrested, but was he, you know, do they say he was convicted? Uh, I, I'm not seeing it. No, no, not, not. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was really, I mean, outside of like, I mean, no one was convicted with uh, the the JFK. I mean, even, even Oswald just was martyred. Right. Uh, but 
Yeah, he, but he was a uh, yeah. I, I remember that photo. He was a guy and, that, and that's my point. If he's not if he's not convicted, we can't come out and say anything. But he was. It is a fact that he was convicted. Yeah, he's uh, just a man of interesting circumstances. That's kind of connected right. to a lot of the players and, and things like that. But yeah, well, and then if you he, look, I mean, if you look into Woody Harrelson too, you know, I mean, like it's uh, it, I, I, he seems like a like a cool dude in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, he, he's in a position of power as as an actor. And oh so, yeah, yeah. Was so, he yeah. was he given his break because his dad said, "Hey, I'll sacrifice for you, Woody, and you will play in the greatest." you know, white man basketball movie ever. Like, but I don't know, but what he did on his own, like white men can't jump. That's a classic. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're remaking yeah, it. Let's, like, let's not take anything from Woody. He's a hell of an actor. He would have made it regardless yeah. if his dad was a hitman or not. Um, but you know, it's just, it's just uh, interesting to me. You know what I mean? These things yeah. are interested. I, I I think it's bullshit. I don't think that Woody Harrelson's dad is the fucking assassin for JFK, but you know, you brought up something with the smoking aces net. That, that, that is a logical jump. I can make why, would they leave it to just one assassin if it was this whole, if, if we're coming from the, the view or the lens of we're like the government or the CIA or the mafia wanted to assassinate a president, would they leave it to just one or would there be multiple assassins? Maybe working in tandem, maybe not. Maybe it's just, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's logical to me that they would have multiple contracts so they don't mess it up. You know what I mean? And the fact that a known contract killer was seen on the scene of of that day dressed as, you know, in a way that he wouldn't. He was, you know, he was working for the mob at the time, it seems. And so he probably had some money where he doesn't need the, you know, the looking like a tramp, right? Looking like a tramp. Yeah. So it's so it's it seems like it's a disguise, obviously, if you're like, you know, there's no words to describe this man, except he's a tramp. Like, okay, well, probably, you know, incognito at the time. So very interesting circumstantial type stuff there absolutely okay number six better call Saul theory i've never heard of this one a better call Saul. yeah okay in appointment in dallas police officer hugh mcdonald blames the soviets for contracting Saul, a rogue cia agent and assassin to kill jfk apparently mcdonald freelanced for the CIA and met Saul at the agency headquarters. He later tracked down Saul to obtain a confession, but not, it appears, an arrest warrant. Saul apparently shot JFK from the building across the street from Oswald's perch in the Texas school book depository. If true, did Saul conspire with Oswald or did Two men just happened to assassinate the president at the same time. And that kind of, you know, that's really kind of ironic that we're talking about that theory when we just came off of the other one. Like, wouldn't they have multiple assassins? Were they working in tandem? Were they working separately? I mean, that raised a question. And the next theory was that. And I had never, like, read that one before. And I honestly forgot that that was back to back like that. Mm -hmm. But it, it does. That's a logical jump I can make. Yeah, and it and now we're starting to see the CIA connections, and where everything gets very like they're saying here that the Soviets contracted him, that he was a CIA agent, but a rogue CIA agent. So they're trying to say he was CIA, but he went rogue, and then became an assassin for Soviets. But then you start seeing that whole like double. Well, he was agent, also, like, but he was also contracted by the CIA after he left right. the CIA, right? Yeah, which is something similar that you're going to start seeing with uh, like 
Oswald and, you know, him being tied to military, defecting to Soviets, but still being allowed to come back where it's like, well, maybe he's actually like, why would you do that unless he's actually working for us, pretending to work for them, working for us. And then you start seeing that where it's like, well, who who do they really work for ultimately, like where their allegiances lie? And it starts getting into you know, all these, it starts it, getting into agency politics. And, uh, and, and honestly, if you, if you look into that, that's been a theory for over the thing that, you know, yeah. that this, this kind of leads to the modern day deep state, like something like self governing yeah. bodies that are above, you know, the political um, spectacle that we see on a daily basis with the house and the Senate and the, and mm-hmm. the judges and stuff like they aren't the ones they're, they're, they're figureheads for these agencies. And there's yeah. different, subgroups within these agencies that you know this is kind of the beginnings of people questioning that stuff you know yeah and in this story it's reminiscent of a lot of stuff i would read sort of post 9 11 so after the the towers went down we were really big on taking down terrorist cells and you you would read about it like on the surface level would be like hey new york took down another terrorist cell uh, blah 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 people take it down they were planning to do this and then you'd have to follow the story because it wouldn't make the headline that much. You start like reading the court transcript and you find out that it was a lot different than that, where you find out that, Hey, this guy who was arrested wasn't really like, um, all Osama, all, what were they called? Um, the Taliban at the time. And then you'd find out that there was more to it than that, that they weren't actually like where they alleged they weren't contracted by the terrorist organization. They were contracted by an, an undercover FBI agent or say agent to infiltrate an organization and that they were given money and, and all of that. And all of a sudden they think they're working for the government. Now they're being arrested for, you know, acting, you know, as part of a terrorist organization where something similar to that, where the, this guy's working with this police officer, but then you start going on this, you know, this where you, you fall into entrapment and things like that. So I think it's hinting at, similar stories that you start seeing down the road where you start looking at allegiances and plots and plots where they're the people that are allegedly trying to take it down are actually perpetrating the the event and it's it's very weird stuff and maybe we can talk about that sometime but it just kind of is reminiscent of those things that you that i've, I've read about in you know in, in more modern history i mean yeah there's definitely some parallels um and common themes that you see with, with that, you know, as, as you progress through it, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think it is something to uh, kind of look at. And even if there's no real uh, merit to it, but you're saying that there is merit to it, that there are court transcripts and and stuff like that. And is that coming from the person that has been arrested? Like, cause you have to consider that source as well when you're yeah. thinking about this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and we'd have to go back because this is these are like, you know, sure, of course, coming off like 10 years ago or 10, 10 years plus. But it, it's just one of those uh, where it's it's not just one, you know, it's even tied to like, you know, Guantanamo Bay and things like that, where it's where you start seeing these. Yeah, these, these patterns that they weren't real actual terrorist attacks, they were just sort of like it's almost like, hey, I'm, you know, Mike, you want to join my gang? Uh, you know, we're going to we're going to carry out this robbery Absolute, and or that. And then you find out that the gang isn't actually a gang at all. We're actually undercover police officers. What the fuck? And, dude? and just everything was just like made up. But it's like, well, was there really a crime if, you know, you were under the joined on the pretense that, you know, we're 
you know, it's it just a lot of like stuff where just like you're creating an enemy, you're hiring people into that. And then you're now saying, haha, you're one of the guys. But it's like, well, no, you hired me because you told me we were taking down the other gang, you know, and that I'm doing good. But now you're it just it's weird, weird stuff, weird undercover espionage. And that's, you know, and the thing with like the CIA and FBI, you know, there's a lot of stuff where we're like, hey, right, like, um, the, like uh, Project Mockingbird, where we, we hear about these things that like crappy things that the CIA did to us in the 50s, where it's like, hey, they were kidnapping people off the street and torturing them and doing that. But even though, even though they were doing it for a long time, they've stopped now and they're not using money for that anymore. And even though no one got arrested, we're not doing it anymore. Just believe us. And then in the 60s, oh yeah, we were definitely, like you read about all these things. Yeah, we were definitely, we were, we were definitely like, uh, what's the Wormwood or whatever the, 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 the yeah, yeah. Netflix documentary or doc yeah, there's drama where it's like, Mocking oh yeah, we were right. definitely dosing people. And this guy, yeah. we definitely dosed him, but we didn't throw him out the window. He fell out the window, you know what I mean? Or something, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And it's all in mainstream now, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so there's things that we talk about from a long time ago, like the crappy things they did to us. But no one ever got prosecuted. Nothing ever. The, the departments never got penalized. But now we just got to take their word that they just stopped doing that. And but it's it, you know it's one of those things where it's like you know they probably haven't stopped. We're just not hearing about it as much because these guys never get charged. And why would they have to change if if nothing you know if they're so these departments are so high up that you know they're not voted into the office voted into office and. So covert agencies like the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, they're, 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 they're that deep state. They're those things that are hard to have oversight on because they sort of go beyond presidential powers and, and government powers at this point. And we start seeing right. the beginnings of that in JFK here. Yeah, I mean, and, and it just there, there are going to always be. I don't know. I see. Then that's, that's a tough thing. I mean, they are doing their due diligence. There are other governments that don't have America's best interests in mind. Like, I don't think that that's a far-fetched assumption to make, right? That, but where, where is the line drawn, right? And that's, and where's accountability, uh, you know, seen? And that, and that's, I guess, what the question is, you know what I mean? And whether or not, um, you know, it's been, pro- it's, it's not even, it's not even, a, it's a matter of fact, you know, they've declassified documents that that has happened, but like you said, it's, oh, it's not happening anymore. Uh, yeah, there's, 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 that's a good question. You know what I mean? I, I think that's a, a valid question. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, sometimes we look at these conspiracies and these connections um, as a way to kind of point to, you know, the sort of puppeteer and, you know, pe- people connecting those things and whether it's there or not, you know, there, there are definitely truths to it. You know, there's definitely like, you know, you know, brand like, there's accountability that we all have in our workplaces and things like that school. And then there are certain departments where we see that there's really not that, and they've done a lot worse than, you know, maybe poor performance where, you know, like with Wormwood and, and with, you know, you know, traumatizing and destroying lives, but you, you really just, you don't see that sort of uh, transparency there. And that, that's sort of the scary reality. And, and yeah, on one hand, they're like, well, it's for, you know, national security. You know, we can't tell you about these things. But then on another hand, it's like the stuff we know about is quite scary. And sometimes even the things we know about are only discovered because of maybe sometimes accidental leaks and things like that, or whistleblowers who, who got in trouble for things like that. And then that's, you know, another thing with like whistleblowers is that you have people that are risking their, their freedoms to uncover 
basically criminals within our organizations who are then treated like criminals themselves. And they're the ones who get in trouble for it. And yet the activities sort of continue. So it's it's one of those things like conspiracy theory, la la, it's, you know, I, I think it's just kind of like undeniable where no, there's definitely like factions that do some crappy things and are still in power there. And it just, you know, whether they are responsible for everything and everything's connected, yeah, probably not, but it's still, there's... And I guess, I guess, I guess where I was coming from is that probably not is where the entertainment comes in to me. You know what I mean? Like, I think some, some of these theories are just so ridiculous that I'm, that I just can't help but to laugh. And, 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 and I say that, and, and there's someone that is listening that is like, well, that's not funny. That that's seriously happened. I'm like, really dude? Like, come on. Like mm-hmm. what we're saying right now is that like, yeah, that shit really fucking happened. You know what I mean? Like there's some things that happen. Like there was, you know, not not to get off of JFK too much, but this this is the basic reason why I wanted to talk about JFK first, because all of these things have parallels to what's happening kind of now or that vibe. You know, it's just like, well, there's there's this misinformation of like what what's what's going on. And um, I think I think it is, you know, although some of them are very entertaining, it is very scary sometimes. You know what I mean? So I think it just needs to be pointed out. Yeah. I think with the next series that we're going to cover, we're, we'll kind of get to the central heart of that. And where, like you're talking about how a lot of the deep state and things kind of emanate from this, from like the organizations being put in pl- power there and sort of being, you know, given that that sort of like, I guess, uh, license to kill. I, I think we'll, we'll get a little bit into that. But yeah, JFK is definitely where you start seeing that the the the, uh, the seeds there being planted for what's to come. All right, number five, dude. Here we go. The black dog man theory. In The Killing of the President by Robert Gordon argues that the black dog man figure can be seen in a bush in frame 413 of the, what was that film called again, Orlando? The Zapruder film. The Zapruder film. The problem with that theory is that the House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded that an individual was in front of the bushes, not behind the bushes. Bill Miller argues that the man was actually the groundskeeper, Emmett Hudson. No one's ruled out the black dog theory yet, however. Have you heard of that one, the black dog theory? I don't even know what they're trying to say with that. They're just the black dog man. Um... So basically what they're saying is that the, the one witness said that the person was behind the bush with a black dog uh-huh. And that he was this suspected assassin of JFK. But when they looked at the frames shot by shot, um, yeah. they said in 413 in the film that it was it was someone that was actually in front of the bushes. So they just dismissed it. Uh-huh. But, they, but they haven't ruled out that there was someone behind there at any given point either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I for this list, I mean, they should have just put like the... Uh the grassy no theory i guess more than this black dog man but i haven't heard about that but yeah the if it ties to grassy no yeah there was you know some people that were just, like even um yeah and that's the thing they don't even have i'm looking at this they don't even have the grassy no theory they have a couple of the people that were around like i would say that harrelson's dad was kind of like a grassy no person right wouldn't that be yeah. fall into that umbrella of the umbrella man yeah it could kind of fall under there i mean there's been some like when the shooting happened, 
you know, of course, you know, people are running. There have been some people, witnesses who've said that people were running toward the grassy knoll because they had seen smoke and gunshots there and were trying to apprehend someone. And then there are people who've said, well, no, they were just running away from the freaking shooting that they just ran up the hill, you know, trying to take cover. So there's, you know, both sides of that with the uh, grassy knoll. But Black Dogman, yeah, it's, I can do without it. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it, I mean, and, and if anything, at the very least, maybe it's connected to the multiple shooter theory. You know what I mean? But yeah. Why would you need your black dog? You know, like if you need to signal someone, use your black umbrella, you need to, you know, or or have a, yeah, I I don't see what the dog, yeah. How the dog man would benefit the operation if it was a, you know, yeah. Now you got, now you got to worry about the dog taking a shit in. in Yeah. 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 Messing up your dress shoes. You got to pick it up. And I don't know if they picked up dog poop back then or just let it lie, but I don't know. But, I don't see the benefit. Yeah, I, I I can kind of dismiss that one. It just kind of is a non-issue in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, Oswald's Mexican trip is linked to the shooting. Oswald's visit to Mexico before Kennedy's death may have been to finalize assassination plans and plot his escape. Oswald visited the Cuban and Russian embassies on his six-day trip. Three of those days may have been spent with pro-Castro groups seemingly confirmed by a journalist, Oscar Contreras. Contreras, thank you very much. Um, The conversation, however, believes the journalist lived far away at the time, however, and wasn't in a position to know who Oswald was with. So, I mean, he did take that trip, right? He did, it is known that he kind of did go to the embassies from what they're saying and from what reports have said in previous things as well. But I guess the, they're saying that the, that the journalist wasn't even in the area. So what's your take on this? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if they're trying to, like, was it Mexico that's being linked? But I, I think it just tying to Oswald, and th- this is where it seems like there's more to Oswald than meets the eye, definitely, is <clears throat> the fact, like, like even in, in a lot of the stuff you hear about Oswald leading up to it, where he was he was on the streets um, publish, um, publicly uh, passing out pro, uh, pro-Castro literature. So I, I, even the, the cops, I think, stopped him and... It, so it's like it's a matter of public record, and some people have alluded to like, is this because he was passionate about that, or is it because he was trying to establish like you know his front for that, where he wanted to basically ha- have it on the record that he's this you know like if you're a, a patsy, if you were an undercover agent, sort of show your allegiances by you know people being able to to document that. The weird thing with Oswald is that he was military, you know, he was military at a young age, and people think that there may be more to it than that, that his career, you know, le- you know, continued up until his death where he may have been a, you know, a covert agent because he comes out of military, he kind of denounces his citizenship. He goes to Russia, he gets married out there. He's able to come back and then he's able to like go on these, tr- these sort of trips where he's still traveling around. He's still meeting with pro Castro groups where it's sort of weird where, you know, going through the cold war at the time, you think you had, you know, put the kibosh on someone like that. Unless you wanted him to be able to meet with pro Castro groups and you wanted him to get dirt on Russia. So it becomes like, yeah. And and in the mainstream, you know, uh, theory or not theory, but the mainstream, uh, lens that was on, 
Oswald is that he was just this uh this Texas guy that was kind of crazy and you know was like yeah. kind of like just a blue collar guy, you know. Yeah, that he had, you know, kind of allegiances to to um, communism where he was he was right. just, you know, from his rush from his wife, from even the pro Castro groups, the the groups that that, um, you know, were losing funding to. Well, well, that actually that's the anti uh, there's the there's the anti Castro Cubans and there's a pro Castro Cuban groups that sim- seemingly are play a part of it, like the with the Bay of Pigs and stuff. But there's weird stuff where it just like with with oswald and his allegiance where it seems like he is sort of too connected to all these places and that he's not just some simple you know warehouse worker who likes coke instead of dr pepper in texas yeah and i mean you you mentioned the bay of pigs also um that's also a theory that that goes into like why he might have been assassinated this is more concentrating mm-hmm. on like who kind of did it or what was you know who who was involved with it or yeah. all the different things all the different factions um, but it's important to know, and it's important as you go down this rabbit hole, that there are theories that it was anti-Castro people that had him assassinated, and then there are pro-Castro people that had him assassinated, or it was the yeah. CIA, or it was the mob, or both of them were working in tandem. You know what I mean? So you can go, it's like, you know, choose your own adventure as you go down right. around yeah. rabbit holes, you know? And a lot of them kind of circle back where you're just like... Like was, yeah, was it, was it all of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like or or who benefits the most from it? You know, and it's something. It, yeah, it gets very weird and yeah, hard to like who's playing who here. Exactly. Number three to, to keep it moving, the CIA was involved, and that's just yeah. kind of that's just kind of where it comes back to, right? Yeah. When America's most trusted broadcaster Walter Cronkite announced JFK's death, the world was in shock. Everyone remembered what they were doing at that moment. But what exactly was the CIA doing? David Perry or Dave Perry, a former insurance claims adjuster who has been digging through JFK assassination records since 1976, pointed out that the CIA may have had Oswald on the payroll, going back to what we were saying, or Mm -hmm. overheard Oswald plotting with the Soviets at their Russian embassy in Mexico. Does he have any proof here? Any proof, though? Niet. Niet. No. In Russian, that's what they that's what they say in the thing. Niet. Yeah. So they don't have any proof. But does that, you know, I mean, there are a lot of accounts of him going to these embassies and, you know, having the Russian wife and going over to the Soviet Union and stuff like that. So, again, one of those choose-your-own-adventures was he a double operative? Was was he a double agent? Was he was he on the U.S.'s side and was a patsy, or was he a Soviet spy that wanted to kill the president? It's really choose your own adventure at that point once yeah. you start going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I would say the CIA has to be probably the most popular of all, of all the theories, and it's one that I subscribe to as far as what what I think. Besides, you know, when people are like, "Well, the government did it," and all that, it's like, "Well, the Democrats." Which, which, yeah, which part of the government? Yeah, right? yeah, where this. And the, the CIA has many, yes, choose your adventure stories there, but that's where even like the JFK movie, I'd say at the end of it, you know, they kind of pose different theories, but they kind of go with like a, a CIA type thing where <clears throat> I think at the end of it, where, um, what's, what's his name? The, um, uh, the, the actor, Donald Sutherland, where he, he becomes like the, um, you know, the, the person who's like his, his, um, uh, 
his with deep throat at the end uh and by deep throat i mean like you know his informant he's kind of linking <laughs> the vietnam war the vietnam war and the money they make off of it so that's that's kind of what we're where uh, he was saying that jfk was trying to end it the people that that the would-be people in power, you know, CIA type, they were profiting off of it and continue to, to profit off of it. You know, every helicopter that, that's created and down there was making you're, so you're much saying money. That the, you're, you're saying that the CIA has direct, uh, well, not saying, but like you're saying the theories are that the CIA has direct in uh, connections to like military, industrial uh, yeah, military, companies. Right. That, that was the start of that. Yeah. So there's, so yeah, the movie hints on that and yeah, military industrial complex. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's part of that. So Part of the other theories are that was that the because they've the CIA, I think, was an offshoot of like the Office of Strategic Services. And they just started getting more and more power. And I and I think with um, with Kennedy, part of where, you know, and they, they he started making enemies, they say, you know, he was trying to take down organized crime and the mafia wanted to, to take him down. He was trying to have more transparency with these with these departments here you know the departments like the fbi and and you know the cia that they were that even though he was president what he was starting to see was that that even though he was president supposed to be the highest title in the land that that they weren't fully transparent with them you know he would tell them to do certain things and they they basically operated independently independently of him and then he thought that was very dangerous and was trying to even like like so Let's, like, like it, so bring it to light. It, it, was, it gets you. Yeah. So he was trying to with, bring it to light to the public. Yeah. And with the Bay of Pigs fiasco. So basically Bay of Pigs and it's, there's so many pieces that kind of interconnect where it's weird. So Bay of Pigs, you know, we're, we're, um, you know, height of the cold war. Um, basically the CIA was working with the anti-Castro Cubans where he, they're basically giving them weapons and, and training them. And this is something that you'll, you'll see this pattern continue with like the Negro, the Nicaraguas and, and all that, like in the South American and things like that, or Middle East where we're arming people, we're creating our own wars basically. Or, or the South, the South American Contras in the 1980s and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You start seeing that pattern. You start seeing the, these agencies that are like, you know, dealing guns and uh, maybe dealing drugs and, you know, being caught up in those things there. But like, this was that kind of start where he, they were basically being trained to, to take out Castro. And then, you know, it, it's, I guess he was trying to get them to stop and actually shut down their operations in Florida there and actually kind of like brought in uh, an, an army to like shut down their operations because he was looking at it like you like you guys are going to cause nuclear war here. Like you're going to, you know, you're going to get Cuba pissed off. It's going to get the Russians involved to like, you know, help help them. And you're basically going to kill us all. And you guys are, are crazy. So so that's where he was trying to stop the the cia power and that's where they that's where the these ideas come from that he that they they basically kill them before he can do it and also kind of as a some people think it was symbolic as well where they were kind of like yeah we can kill the president of the united states in daylight in full public public view and we're powerful enough to cover it up so you better fall in line and that this is kind of the start of like that deep state that is is you know, more really in charge of the the, the uh, country. You know, ahead of, of of presidents that you know maybe covering up the aliens and covering up technology and you know and and creating political hits and and you know whoever our enemy is, you know, but you know creating, um, you know, supporting the the 
they're enemies. And then when we decide, nah, we want you out of power, you know, like like an Osama bin Laden when he worked for us and was basically working for the CIA to win. Yeah, because of the, to fight the Russians, you know what I mean? And I don't yeah. think the majority of people understand that that was an actual thing. Yeah, it's not right. even a conspiracy. It's, it's just, not a conspiracy, it, right? And you have to, and you you could be you can be uh, accused of it being being a conspiracy because it sounds so crazy, but it's like no, this is actually happens, and and you know you people are really connected, and it's it's very weird thing there. But yeah, um, I would even do it. So I've um, I believe it was CIA. I, I do think like like uh, one thing in the JFK movie and that uh, the Kevin Costner character uh, gets to was he talks about, you know, who's powerful enough to, cause he talks about how there was a cover up in the media, how people weren't talking about the things, how there was witnesses killed, how there was um, even the body. Uh, and we should talk about that. Um, so the, well, well, let's, let's bring it up now. Yeah. So there's, there's some evidence there that, so when, when the president was killed in Dallas, right, it, it becomes the murder scene. So I guess you're supposed to, if you get killed in, you know, hey, I, I live in Chicago, but if I get killed visiting Dallas, they're going to do the invest. They're going to, you know, do the autopsy and, and all of that there before they send my body back. So they started doing that with the autopsy doctors in Dallas. They started like, you know, making the markings. OK, this is the exit wound, la, 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 la. The Secret Service all of a sudden came in, started, you know, kicking ass and threatening everyone with like, we need to take the body. And it's like, no, no, sir, this is state law. We we drink Dr. Pepper and we need to do perform the autopsy. Yeah, it, is, it, is, it is 9 a.m. It's time my blood sugar is low. I cannot deal with this right yeah. now. Yeah. So the Secret Service came in. All oh, no, this is a president. This is federal. We're we're taking them on, you know, Air Force, Air Force One. And we're flying them back to D.C. So. There were notes on what the doctors, you know, saw. You know, they were like, "All right, he was." Can I can I interject here for a second? Yeah. This is one of my earliest memories in the conspiracy theories. Um, it was, you know, I think it was, jeez, uh, we had just gotten cable, like just, you know, because it was a thing. Like it, it's, you, we have to kind of give everyone, kind of like the younger audience and our audience, just kind of like a recollection of like how we grew up, right? So like, not all of us had cable. Right now, it's like a standard Internet thing. You know what I mean? That's where you get your media from. But you only had like, you know, five or six channels. We were in Chicago. So maybe we had like 10. Right. Because we were in a bigger metropolitan area. Yeah, Yeah, we were fancy like that. But when when cable came in, you know, all of these like court TVs or A&E or um, history channel. Right. Like they would still they were in their infancy, but they would also have these conspiracy videos. And that was the only thing that we had. So even then, these theories were there and they were in the mainstream, I guess, mainstream media when it comes to like cable and stuff like that. But they were just kind of they were there if you wanted to kind of listen to it. So like you could bury your head in the sand more back then than you could now. You know what I mean? With the invention of the Internet and stuff like that. But these are all theories that have been around since we were little children and the progression of how we got our media from, you know, three to ten channels to like 10 to 50 channels to then 500 channels to the internet. You know what I mean? There's all these different sources now where all this information can come through. And I think that's why it's, it's more mainstream to be someone that at least knows about conspiracy theories. But I just wanted to, that's how I remember after my parents rented JFK, it just so happened that this was on, you know, the following week on the TV. And I was just like absorbing it as a child. And this is kind of my, backstory of how i got into this type of thing so i just wanted to share that yeah with the with the autopsy specifically like that was 
something that they specifically talked about. I remember it's something kind of visceral memory of seeing JFK like laying out and they're like, well, if it came this direction, if the bullet came this direction, why is his head, you know, and it's like right, actual back pictures of like, yeah, like actual yeah. pictures of JFK that was just like really disturbing as a child, but you know, like there, you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, real quick, I'll tell my connection to a lot of these theories is when I moved out of the hood and moved into the suburbs, moved into this, you know, de- decent house. There was, um, I-, I think maybe the old lady who lived there died, but in the attic, we- there was this bookshelf and it was filled with copies and copies of Reader's Digest, which is like an old, I don't even know if it's still around, but it's like an it's old. Still yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, even at that time, it wasn't like, I don't, you know, it was not of that time. It was of, of, of times before and it was just all over stuff, you know, uh, recipes and how to clean with natural ingredients and this and that. And, you know, yeah, just every, uh, every sort of a article, cha- a chapter of the popular yeah. author's book, right? Got yeah, but every every once in a while, though, I would see, and this is where I kind of became like, oh man, I need more of this. Where I'd, I'd find like one of it talks about the JFK assassination, assassination, or like UFO cover ups or ghosts, and that's where I would I would be exposed to it. So yeah, a lot of those ideas came from that, and and uh, reading these old magazines that I inherited from the house. Um, but yeah, with the autopsy, so basically the the dallas doctors you know talked about like the the uh exit wound coming from the neck uh, i think there was like you know a, a wound in the forehead and and all of these things there they alleged that when they compared it with the notes of the autopsy doctors in dc that they were completely different and they said that it was that they believe that the body was altered while JFK was on Air Force One yes. in order in order to match up like the narrative to match. Yeah, the if, if you're being shot from the back, right, the entrance wounds come from here. They should not be coming from the front, right? Like or in that movie well, where they well, it, it, the bullet expands, right? So a bullet expands. So it, the entry point is always smaller than the exit point. Always. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah. So they were you know hy- hypothesizing that it was coming for that you know he was shot like shot from the front you know the exit wound came out of the back so that it would have been like almost grassy no area definitely not back there but now the doctors who are or secret service or whoever is now trying to match have the evidence match the narrative where they're saying okay well the box, book depository came here so that they actually took his the skin of his head and moved it up so that it covered up the the entry wound on his forehead and they actually went to like, you know, they they went to trial saying this is what we saw here and someone altered the evidence. So that's something like that's crazy. And in in the movie, like, you know, my point with that is that he, the JF, the uh, Kevin Costner character says like there's that he says it's a conspiracy, but who like it's not the mafia. You know, some people are saying, oh, it's the mafia, but he's like the mafia or, you know, some people were saying it's the, the Cubans, the anti-Castro, pro-Castro or it's the Russians. And he's like. Like, no, none of these agencies can create a, a cover-up on the media level to have everyone shut up and not ask questions. The, you know, the the pro-Castro or anti-Castro Cubans, they couldn't have taken his body and altered the evidence or got rid of the witnesses or, or allowed the Secret Service to just, like, kind of, like, they went from surrounding his vehicle to all of them being on the vehicle behind him, leaving them open. You know, like, just saying all these things came from, like, someone that was, you know, from an organization that's that's very very powerful in order to do that and that's why it always keeps coming back to the cia and even i would dare take it a step further linked to george bush really dun 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 yeah george bush so before he was president so 
the thing that's in, and not us. So there was George W. Bush. He was president during the 2000s era, like, you know, 9-11, all that. But then there was George H.W. Bush, who was president um, early 90s. Uh, he was vice president of Ronald Reagan, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. He was vice president for Ronald Reagan. And yeah. Then he, so, and then he took over right after Reagan. Yeah. So he had an interesting career where prior to that, he was a CIA director. And was he the CIA the director at the time of the shooting? Uh, no, no. Okay. He, yeah. But he may have been a CIA agent during that time. Well, so, if he was a director shortly after that, I can almost guarantee he was an agent. Right. You you just don't move up the ranks like that. Right. Which is exactly what people kind of say. So how did you become a CIA director? So like with his whole like, you know, his his resume, it became, oh, before I was president, I was I was a vice president. Before I was vice president, I was CIA director. And before I was CIA director, I was just working my oil stuff. It's like, well, how did how did you go to CIA director? You have to be a CIA. It's one of those weird links there. So, so this is where the Bush, the, we could do a whole thing about just the Bush connection, the CIA. Connection. Well, the Bush Not, family in general. You know the Bush mean? family is going bones, Nazis. There's a whole pa- operation paperclip. It connects there, but there's, there's, let me see if I can find it. The Bushes are from, you know, they, they lived in Texas at the time. Um, but Lyndon B. Johnson was the, his ex- successor after he was assassinated and he was a Texas person. And there's also, you know, uh, rumblings of him uh, being involved with the the network down. When I say network, yeah. I mean, so I would say I, when, when I say network, just for the listener, I know you understand what I'm saying. Um, organized crime syndicates, right? So like it was the mafia and maybe in the Northeast in New York, right? In Chicago, something like that. There was mafia, uh, Irish mafia, Italian mafia, all that stuff. Right. But um, they didn't really have the mafia in in the West. Right. So they had you know, they call it here the good old boy network. You know what I mean? They, that's where the good old boy phrase comes from. Um, but they're they're in the network. They still deal with each other across state lines and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's the theory anyway. Right. Um, but Lyndon B. Johnson was was a was a rum runner. He was a smuggler. He was uh, he was a bootlegger. Mm-hmm. Um and that's how he got all of his money. It's it's kind of like a, an unspoken known fact. And if you, again, if you go down the rabbit holes, you can find out you know stuff about it. His family being connected to all that, but um, it just goes to show you know like you have a, a Texas president now. He was JFK was assassinated in Texas. He was sworn in on Air Force One coming from Texas. Like mm-hmm. you, you were talking about symbolism in the past. You know what I mean? Like. It, yeah, I, right. I, I'm not. I'm not making that jump. Yeah, per, personally, but if if you're talking symbolism, that's very symbolic. Yeah, it's like it's like high high class gang initiation. Like, hey, you do this hit, I mean, you can be president of the United States and be protected. And it it sometimes seems like that could be what it's going on, and we don't think of our elected officials like that sometimes, but. Uh, so with the with the George Bush connection, so like you were saying, right? Like you know, you think he's likely would have been a CIA agent during that time there, and in the, right. in the time frame. Well, I, and just, I believe I just I just assumed, you know. You know yeah, yeah, but officially yeah. he's not. He just made the jump to you know because he was dealing because he was dealing with local politics at the time. So you can't really be a CIA agent and be running for like uh, I, I forgot um, 
He was running for like governor of of uh, Texas at the time, or something. Probably, like that. Uh, if he's in oil, probably yeah. railroad commissioner because that's, yeah, that's directly connected to oil. So it becomes if are you a CIA agent who's also in politics? That's kind of weird. That's like you know, like that seems like like you can they be might, they might contradict or yeah, 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 right. yeah, right. But I think he probably was. So with with that, you know, some of the interesting George Bush connection. There's a lot of them, but I, I won't get into all of them because I wasn't, I didn't do my my Bush prep, but uh. Um, besides his, his connections with his, his, uh, like the oil, he, he had, um, he, he, he had an oil like refinery, like some, sometime in Florida, but supposedly it was a, basically like a fueling station for the anti-Castro Cubans so that he was directly like, he was running weapons and fuel to them. So funneling it through his CIA operations. Cause you know, uh, all that stuff there, the, where it's linked officially that there's a George Bush, who's a CIA agent. Uh, officially is actually through um, J. Edgar Hoover. So this is an interesting memo that J. Edgar Hoover wrote out. And a lot J. of people... J. Edgar Hoover being who for the people that don't... Uh, um, he was uh, the the president or what would you... The director of the FBI during the, FBI, the time. Yeah. He was like yeah. the, the granddaddy, you know, the J. Edgar Hoover. He has a lot of interesting stuff connected to him as well. So he has this interesting memo that came out it's actually titled Assassination of President John F. Kennedy, where it says some interesting things there. And it, it's, you know, it's a matter of public record, all that, where people think the reason he wrote it, titled it what it was, because he was trying to establish this George Bush character as being someone who kind of visited his office, made some weird statements to him. And he wanted it on the record, you know, as, as a statement as to his as him being implicated to that. George Bush officially says that's not that's not the me george bush of the cia i wasn't a cia agent back then i was in politics i only became cia director years later that must have been another george bush of texas of the cia which is you know probably not likely yeah i mean that that's starting to narrow it down pretty yeah. specifically in my yeah. opinion right so, yeah, so for so I'll just kind of uh, go over some of the, the talking points here. So it's called it's 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 titled the the subject line is assassination of President John F. Kennedy from the from John Edgar Hoover, uh, dated November 29, nineteen sixty three. So he basically mentions how how he was told like he was visited uh, in his office by the CIA agents who said that hey he was advised that he, they need to look at the anti-Castro Cubans in the area because they, they may have been the one who, who um, because of what's going on in Cuba, that that were involved in the, this, the uh, assassination of JFK. And he's, you know, basically being told that these agents have informants and they're like, yeah, that's really what you should look at. So he, he ends it by saying the substance of the following information was orally furnished uh, by George Bush of the Central Intelligence Agency and blah, blah, Captain, I, I can't really read it, of the Defense Intelligence Agency. So basically he's putting down as an official memo that, hey, I was visited by these guys from the military and from the CIA to tell me to not look in this direction, to look at the anti-Castro Cubans and, you know, just kind of like putting it as an official memo to kind of maybe warn people that, hey, George, you know, but it's it's it publicly ties George Bush, CIA agent to 
something involving the assassination of, of John F. Kennedy. And it, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay. And then you start looking at all the other links or you're like, okay, I think it's the CIA. But I think it was George Bush specifically, you know, who was one of the major players who was kind well, of tied. Well, yeah, who is the, who is the spearhead for the operation possibly or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's tied all, you know, it won't go into all of that, but you start looking at the connections with his, his oil companies, the anti-Castro Cubans, what the CIA became from that time, you know, like the... And it almost takes on a Avengers or Marvel type connection where you look at like, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., right? And then they were infiltrated by Hydra. And how are they infiltrated by Hydra? It's, you know, in, in the comic book. But then you start seeing some of these connections where you're like, okay, well, are we, you know, who's the good guys? Who's the bad guys? What even is a good guy? What even is a bad guy? But you look at Operation Paperclip and the Nazis that have came, came over and like a lot of that starts coming together where you're like looking at yeah, the, for, for Operation Paperclip, just for the people, I mean, we were going to have a whole episode on this, but it's uh, yeah. basically uh, where the Nazis were, when, once the, they knew that the Germans had lost the war, uh, that there was a mad grab from the Russians and a mad grab from the United States, mad grab. Uh, yeah. from, from other from other countries that are in the access and you know all and to bring over their best and brightest yeah, yeah. scientists, scientists military right. soldiers and, right. and all that and give them uh, immunity and a lot of those and that's been declassified and proven over the years yeah as well. and a, a lot of those people became people who spearheaded nasa yeah. um you know the the rocket technology and, and even this like the op- well i mean nasa is where in houston right there's there's plenty of german yeah. towns right around Mm-hmm. uh you know in pockets of uh like that are fredericksburg or you know what i mean or yeah or, you know what, whatever whatever the case may be like i'm not saying that that's like a nazi town or anything like that but like there is definitely german influence in texas because yeah. of operation paperclip like it, it is it is a thing yeah and that becomes <clears throat> one of those things that jfk seemed to be looking at where he's growing suspicious of you know who, who, these power these these very powerful de- departments that are getting all of this money with no mm-hmm. oversight on how they're using the budget that are kind of playing both sides and they don't have to answer to anybody where do those allegiances really lie. And I think the CIA is like, ding, ding, ding. Like that's uh, Coca-Cola. It's, Coke. it's, it's the obvious jump, right? Yeah. The CIA, oh yeah. They're yeah. In, in connection with the reverse vampires under the guidance of Coca-Cola. Yeah, for sure. So, well, anyway, it's what time is it? Oh, I got to have a Dr. Pepper. Uh, yeah. So moving, <laughs> moving, moving on to the, to the other one that just kind of, kind of gets into what you're saying for the people that know, uh, you know, the theories on the Illuminati, the Illuminati are to blame is number two. The Illuminati are to blame. Um, as the conspiracy theory goes, JFK delegated presidential power to issue silver certificates to the treasury which threatened the power of the Illuminati, if you believe in the Illuminati and you believe in this theory, controlled Federal Reserve. In fact, Kennedy signed an executive order to do the opposite, intending to phase out silver certificates in favor of Federal Reserve notes. But why ruin a good conspiracy with facts, is what they say. But that is one of the theories. Okay. So what are your what are your thoughts on this? Well, I know you have plenty of thoughts on the Illuminati, but we'll save that yeah. for another day. But well, I think with the Illuminati, it's it's one of those things where um, it's a catch-all, in my opinion. Honestly, it's a catch-all. Yeah, it's too like too broad. Where he was like, "Is the Illuminati?" It's like, "What is the Illuminati?" At this point, you know, it's Beyonce and Jay Z is in. You know, it just I, I think it's 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 too boogeyman-ish. It's too like, yeah. I mean, this one's kind of connecting to the 
I guess the Federal Reserve and, and the power they have. And and yeah, I mean, basically Federal Reserve is, it's funny, it's called federal. You think it's like, oh, it's owned by America. It's like, no, it's a actually international, you know, banking organization. Yeah, and, and, or, connected to multiple other banks that are conglomerate, right? Yeah. So then, yeah, I mean, you can make the banking. So, I mean, it says it's the Illuminati, which I think is too broad and too just just generic but you know they can if you i guess from the details make the jump to the the banking cartels and they got the money to make the hits and you know was was he trying to stop something maybe but yeah i think just with illuminati just too it's too much of a it's a broad stroke man i think illuminati is like a real cheap catch-all it's like to blame everything that's not going your way blaming your problems on like this these higher ups that are trying to put me down and take away my dr pepper so. yeah they keep taunting me through their music when they go like this or yeah. they like have they a cover my eye and then i put my put my yeah. tongue into my triangle fingers and it's triangle <laughs> yeah but they're pyramids i know what they're saying yeah yeah so it's just too yeah i, yeah, I, I like the, i like the let's get down to the department cia right right but, and yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that those those organizations don't exist right like and, right. and also like that like i mean I, i'm a, i'm part of a fraternity you know yeah yeah you know, i was gonna say yeah so it's just like you know it's just uh so you could go deeper I, in that like you can you look can, at those those texas connections you can look at their um their their college connections a lot of these guys are skull and bones guys so whether they're democrat or republicans they're like you know like loyalty you want to so, hear my theory on that though is is i think that like okay yeah there, there might be connections in certain organizations or fraternities or something like that but does it really have to do with the fraternity or just the people that you're around that were power hungry that rose to the ranks or rose through the ranks and have connections of affluence you know what i mean and have connections so of obviously right. the people were going to get there regardless what does it matter what fraternity they were in, in yeah college, yeah you can't you know? say oh it's a whole alumni let's implicate them but no right. it's it's usually you know yeah, families right. that are that have been you know loyal for generations that are like all right how can we consolidate power use our connections and and they just so happen to be in the same college fraternity because that's the way it went because they all right, went right. the same school. Yeah, they're all going to the same school. Yeah, you're, you know, there's certain like things that you they want you to learn to set you up for your path in the, you mm-hmm. know, president assassination, oil refinery, presidential, you know, like, like, yeah. how do you how do you get trained for that on the job training to do do all those things be a CIA director out of nowhere? Like, you got to go to fancy school for that. Community college ain't going to teach you that. Yeah, no, I mean not not yet anyway. So we'll we'll have to we'll have to start yeah. some programs at some community colleges. Uh number one, okay, and this is the big one. This is the this is the one that's gonna lead into uh is your it? your kind of I mean, I know you said that you you were kind of uh the one that really caught your attention was the Roswell stuff, right? So this one yeah. kind of connects to that and that we'll talk about Roswell in the next episode. But Alien organized the hit. Aliens organized the hit. Milton William Cooper, a former US radio personality author, and gun rights advocate spread the news about Project Luna, which could be a whole episode, people. A secret alien base on the dark side of the moon. Furthermore, he promoted the conspiracy theory that JFK was assassinated by a gas pressure device that aliens supplied to the driver of the presidential limo because JFK was about to expose the Washington alien collusion. Now, this is probably the one that I saw on YouTube with the driver being the shooter. This is with the alien cap gun. Yeah. So 
this is the one. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I believe that there's other life out there. I'll just come out and say that I don't really uh, get too involved with it or to put too much merit in my day-to-day life in that thought. Um, Cause what the fuck am I going to do about it? If that's true. Um, but I just think the Milky way and the other galaxies throughout the universe, um, there has to be at least some form of life around us, you know, a rock uh, revolving around a star. I just think even if it's, you know, just little, you know, enigmas or you know just whatever just that that primordial that that primordial i can't say it that primordial primordial ooze (laughs) maybe i put my aluminum hat on aluminum you just just sip some dr pepper (laughs) this is a dr pepper it is it is nine o'clock uh yeah no but the primordial ooze theory you know what i mean Uh, there's got to be other planets that at least have that so um but for this to i don't know i mean you're an alien guy, right? Like you kind of, yeah. yeah. So like, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed that this is number one on their list. I think the CIA should be on there. I I've heard some aspects of this, especially more recently that um, not, not so much that the aliens organized a hit. Let's we'll go down that in a second, but I've heard that. So when, when JFK, you start looking at, you know, who benefited from him or what reasons, you know, there's a lot of reasons, you know, they're, they're trying to say he's trying to end wars. He's trying to sort of create more transparency in departments, stop organized crime, the Cold War, trying to become friends with Russia, people who, you know, the military industrial complex, all these reasons, right? Creating enemies. And his brother did the same thing, was, was doing that. I, I have heard, and this can kind of tie to almost the Illuminati or even maybe the CIA, that he was maybe trying to, again, be more transparent with with the truth about aliens at the time and tell tell you know the world about it, and that the agencies that are sort of concealing this information did not want that coming to light and they i mean if they if they were concealing it then they definitely haven't let it come to light now because they're, they're you know suppressing technology didn't want you know people to know about what's going on whatever reasons or maybe they're working with the aliens whatever i've heard that 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 he may have been you know assassinated to cover that up which is one more like thing with the cia and all that as far as aliens organizing the hit yeah they're just uh i don't know it's, it's like yeah. with a gas-powered it just seems so like yeah a, like, a, a futuristic compression gun right yeah it, it just like doesn't make like i feel if we wanted to you know like we i don't know if like if i was a hitman i feel like i can kill somebody and like make it look like a suicide or you know or be trained to it you know where you wouldn't have to go through all of this like and it then it, it aliens it doesn't so you know, just say, so you're just saying that right now right like so like why why, why do it in public why, why do it in public and that that's an argument for the the solo oswald shooting you know what i mean why maybe it was just a crackpot you know what i'm saying that this is to bring it back to mm-hmm. more of like the mainstream argument yeah why would they do that right and then i guess the reasoning that we've kind of spoke about is that symbolism maybe that that's why they were doing it to sh- to like show overt like power over the masses and the people and right. even, even yeah. the most powerful citizen, if you will, is yeah, not was, untouchable, right? It was like a ritualistic experience. You know, the world was was pretty, tr- just like 9-11. It was a, an event everyone saw and was affected by it. So definitely sort of shifted the consciousness. So it's almost like ritualistic in a way. 
Yeah. No, I mean, that's and that's the argument for it being in public. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, but yeah, so I was I just wanted to touch on that real quick and that, yeah. and that yeah, stream of consciousness, really. Yeah, I think there's some interesting ideas, a dark side of the moon base, and there's some stuff with that. I mean, stuff we can get to, but it just, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't, just like the, so the driver did it with the, I don't know. I think, I think the aliens just. That's kind of a catch all Illuminati one for me too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, it, 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 hey man, you know, it, it, with all the stuff going on nowadays and, you know, the weather balloons that are, it's so funny to me that it, it circled back around to weather, weather balloons in modern day. That's mm-hmm. the, what kind of like, kind of made me think about doing this podcast. It was just like, oh yeah, like there's three weather balloons, three weather balloons shot down. Yeah. They're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to scramble the F fucking 16s for some balloons, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and they've they've sort of, I mean, they're the some of the senators they they had like a congressional hearing talking about it, and they kind of came out saying some additional stuff, and it didn't seem like the others were were uh, weather balloons. They were able to find the weather balloon the first time. The other one, they said they shot something down, but couldn't find whatever it was. But it was a uh, a different shape than that weather balloon, so sure. it just becomes what is that? Um. I want to look more into this conspiracy theory because I don't know. I feel like sometimes this article is summarizing things in a weird way, like dog, man, like, what are you even saying here? But I wonder if this guy was actually saying, saying that the aliens did it or just, yeah, to cover that up. But, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of interesting, I, I think with conspiracies is something we've talked about is that when he sort of play armchair quarterback, like after the fact, it's easy to say like, Oh, well, it was, you know, looking at the events and all that start making connections to say like, well, it was definitely a way to, you know, this, this benefited from that death or, or this was suppressed so that, you know, this, this organization must've taken part in it. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Doesn't mean, you know, one's more right or they're not all wrong, but it's, um, you know, interesting ideas there. I know I have my opinions on certain things and I'm not going to sit there and, and argue with somebody else's opinions, especially when it comes to conspiracy theory, because I'm just going to listen yeah. and just see how yeah. crazy it goes for that p- particular person. Like, it's just not really a conspiracy to me. It's just more, it's not really about the conspiracy. It's just like, how far are you going with this? Let me, let me yeah. hear what your thoughts are on this. You know? Yeah. I, I love viewpoints. And I think, you know, it's, it's important to always see that to make up your own mind and things like that. Cause I think, it's fact that what you're told isn't always the only truth. And even it doesn't have to be political or world event. I mean, you can just your friends, you know, just any, any story that you've seen happen, there's, there's three sides of the story, their side, your side, and the truth. So I think, so I like that. I like those like very, like this side sounds ridiculous, but I want to hear them out. And yeah, this side seems kind of boring with their science and all that, but I want to hear them out and, and kind of like figure things out. But what I want to hear about, what do you think about JFK? We haven't really heard. About oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, you put me on the spot. I was trying to avoid this. No, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm teasing. I'll talk about it. we're on a conspiracy show. I, I think that it's a, uh, I agree with the CIA uh, uh, conspiracy theory with it. I, I don't know uh, specifically. I come from the school of, uh, you know, if there's, if there is something that's being concealed it's being concealed for a reason. You know what I mean? So if it was just cut and dry and it was Oswald, why are they redacting all this other stuff in the CIA, you know, documents? Why are they, you know, why, who are they protecting? These are the questions, I guess I don't have an answer, but these are the questions that are raised when I see something like that. You know what I mean? I don't know definitively if it was the CIA. I'm just, I'm just 
making that jump as someone that has seen all the stuff. And, and also like the personal documents that come out that are redacted. Like if I understand, you know, uh, public safety and, 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 um, national security and stuff like that, but this is now going on 60 years later and they're still not saying anything, you know, it's because something is being covered up in, in, in some form or another, whether it's something that it was like a mishandling of the security or if it was something even more malicious, like, yeah, the CIA was getting tired of JFK's shit and they wanted them done because, you know, he was calling them out. There's something there. There's something that's not being said. And that's a fact because it's redacted. And yeah. just that simple point shows that there's something not being told. And I agree with that. Like 60 years on where most of the people who are involved are dead at this point. It's not uh, it's not where you're you're not covering. You're not protecting people at this point you're you're protecting organizations if you're still redacting things so yeah so it you know points to me that something happened within right. if, any, if anything it could have been something malicious and you know no one's involved anymore and maybe it was like a dark time right maybe maybe the CIA, a subgroup yeah, yeah subgroup or something like that that they're trying to cover up that they lost Funded. control yeah they lost control yeah, they, of you know like it, i mean it could maybe it wasn't the cia organization's intent but maybe a group within the cia you know what yeah, i mean and the, and just i think if that if that question is posed to the general public maybe it it you know i, I think more and more at this point uh trust is is an all-time low for the government and it's yeah, i think it's because of reasons like this you know what i mean it's not like man i love america i love being here i love i love you know conversing with you freely you know and talking about shit that you know this shit wouldn't even see the light of day in you know certain places of the world if they had conspiracies about their government you know but we have the privilege to sit there and pose those questions and ask those questions um and that's that's a staple of of us being free and sovereign you know citizens of this country you know that a lot of people don't have now is there fucked up shit going on Otherwise, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But that, I mean, just the, the fact that we can sit here and spew our shit is, is hope for me that, you know, maybe, maybe we are going down the right path, you know? And I also think that, you know, you should also have a helpful, you know, distrust for powerful organizations, you know, cause I think absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that's, yep. and that's just, that's just where I'm coming from, from my stance, you know? And that doesn't even have to be the main corporation, but it could be factions, like we said, in the corporations or, or you know, uh, agencies, regardless of it. You know, I bring in corporations because I think, you know, they have roles to pl that play into this as well, you know, that we can talk about later down the road. I mean, that's our first episode, I think, dude. What are we going to be talking about next time? And we can preview a little bit of our sub-conversation after this. But yeah, what what is going to be your... Yeah, so we're we're kind of starting from the beginning here, you know, kind of talking about the the grandfather of the conspiracy theories. So for the you know political side, JFK. Uh, next week we're gonna do the alien side, which which we're gonna deal with the the, the alleged flying saucer crash in Roswell, New Mexico, that happened in 1947. Uh, kind of tie it back to these recent, you know, uh, shootdowns of whatever the unidentified aerial phenomenon or you know what have you. Yeah, whatever they're calling UFOs these days. Yeah, kind of uh, like we did here, kind of talk about some of the, the popular theories, kind of go down those those uh, rabbit holes there and kind of maybe discuss what we might believe that happened. But but yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting one there as far as what may have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, well, make sure that you all listen uh, on where you listen to your podcast moving forward and follow on those said platforms. 
Also, uh, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, all of, all of the places, all the social medias, TikTok. Um, we are going to be having content coming up that way as well. And um, yeah, we just are really excited that we're doing the show and that you are listening. So if you listened to this hour and a half of cons- the theory on conspiracy, we appreciate you. Thank you. And just do us a favor because it really does help. Follow on those platforms, please. Thank you very much.